Coffee Quad Time. for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, Demonstrations of products and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1 646 558 8656. You will need the meeting ID 848 725 450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, a very good coffee club Wednesday morning, a very hot and humid Naples, Florida, but we're surviving it like most of the country. I think some of the country is going to turn cooler later this week, but we are surviving it, so... Hey, what more can you say? We've got a lot of folks on the panel already this morning, so uh, let's say hello to one who hasn't been in for a while. We've been in a few times, but is out of class now. Michael Loff from Evansville. Mike, how are you? I'll do it pretty well. Uh, one more record-breaking heat day of 95, which should not be in October. And I also got my... Uh, First summons for jury duty yesterday, so I've been reading all about that and learning all kinds of interesting tidbits on that topic. And later, got some things we could talk about that uh, I, I find to be quite interesting, but uh, doing well. Very well. And you might want to, the next time back around, adjust your audio upward again. Or maybe it's my headsets. I don't know. But anyway, uh, Jenny, and are you in your downstairs office? I am. You're out in, in the, the office. Out in the office. Another 92 degree day here. 
another 90. This should be our last one because this week it's supposed to have lows in the 40s at night and being like 68 in the daytime. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So you were having a little trouble with the coffee pot at home this morning, weren't you? Oh, I was. I had to switch back to the Keurig this morning. It just would not go. I don't know what its problem seems to be. Yeah. Might give a little work with it after after the the um, show today. Well, let's skip up to Albany, New York. Jeff, how are you? Uh, doing very well. Spent the evening last night with old college friends, and I hadn't seen one of them in over th- almost 40 years. It's been that long, it seems. Oh, my. We had a good time. Went to a restaurant and had a nice meal and talked about old times and we're looking at maybe getting together sometime next summer, taking a trip out to Syracuse University and seeing we get a, another friend of ours who lives in the Buffalo, New York area to meet us and we could all get together and uh, relive old times again, something like that. It, it was pretty good. I really mm-hmm. can't complain. So everything is good here in Albany, New York. Very, very good. Well, let's switch over to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Good morning, everyone. It's uh, cold here. It's uh 49 <laughs> and uh, that was after a high on Monday of 87 so I <laughs> weird weather this we don't this have fall. that problem is that global warming I don't know <laughs> I don't know that's not a problem ask Art Bell. ask Art Bell Tim somebody will tell yeah. you I don't think you need to ask him now that <laughs> might be a sign of things to come you know because Montana this weekend they had blizzard conditions and they had several feet of snow so yeah true 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 well let's switch over to altoona we're doing well we gonna join the weird weather brigade it was 91 yesterday 89 today high friday 62 so go figure <laughs> go figure we <laughs> Go, go, go. I thought that kind of stuff only happened in Indiana. Well, we're spread out all over the country. Now, let's see. Have I got everybody on the panel? Am I missing anybody? No, you got everyone. So, anybody that wants to make a comment before we get good and started, just do an Alt-Y or Star 9 and raise your hand. Yeah, there's an interesting event about to take place and that's the Supreme Court has agreed to hear uh, a case concerning Domino's. Uh, Domino's is electing not to make their websites and online properties accessible because they said it'll cost them 38000 but really the issue they're claiming is that the, you know, the Americans with Disabilities Act doesn't include online. It's strictly storefront, you know, brick and mortar and so a lot of people are very concerned about that because certainly if, if the Supreme Court should rule that uh, the ADA does not include websites, uh, people are afraid there could be some real steps backward as far as accessibility to uh, conducting online transactions and forms and shopping and uh, even employment. Uh, but if they do rule um, that, yes, it does include that, then that could be... Uh, very helpful and make a lot of work for people like us who go out and do accessibility testing. You know, the bottom line with Domino's, Mike, is is the other part of the problem with Domino's is not only is their website not usable, there are their actual app that you can use for your iPhone. It, it is it, it is somewhat usable, 
but not not as usable as it could be. It can be used if you're pretty adept at using your iPhone, but it really takes a lot of work to get that Domino's app to work. Well, we have some hands raised, Bill, so I don't know if you want to get to yeah, that Yeah, let's not. go ahead and let's okay. go ahead and then we can get we back got, to um, this topic. Um, Joe in uh, Albuquerque. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Good morning. This is Joe here. Quickly, 53 degrees, going to get up to 82 and down to 53. And I had a very, very interesting hearing test. Uh, the way they do it, it's a minor hearing loss. But anyway, the way they do it has changed. What's interesting since... I used to work in radio. Okay, she goes in, in the other room like 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 a recording engineer with with instructions to me, and so and um, actually the other part of it since I am seventy eight, the other part of it to repeat words, you know, possible dementia or whatever. But she said no. You did you did much better than than, than people your age because I am I am seventy eight, approaching the heavenly gate sometime. But that's okay. Oh, very good, Joe. There you go, Joe. Well, it's not it's go. not dementia. It's actually because as you lose upper frequencies, you mishear words, and uh, I I misheard a few when I took my test a few years ago. So it's not really dementia. You actually do mishear words as you get older and lose those upper frequencies. Yeah. Who we got true. next, Jeff? Pamela, you've got uh, your hands raised. Yes, I do. Um, I first wanted to wanted to say that I think my wish is coming true. We're at least going to cool off here. We're not quite as cool as as we're going to be in Minneapolis, but we're at least going to get a little chillier here. Um, my next question, though, is this, Mike? You're talking about the Supreme Court hearing this case case about dominoes my real issue that I have fought, I've fought with Dish Network ever since I've had them their iPhone app is crap their website is crap and I have told them hey this is not a utility or a free game that we get from the app store this is supposed to be something that is in conjunction with a service that we pay for and they refuse to make it work how is this? How would a, a favorable decision affect whether or not we can? They they would be forced to make this stuff work. Well, well I mean, if, if if the decision's favorable, then then anybody, people that opens them up to litigation, I suppose, and then they will take the initiative. Because it's funny, because I know Dish used to be the best as far as that goes, but there's new technologies that. The apps are being written with that don't have accessibility built into them, and that's part of the problem. That's why a lot of times you see a lot of websites and, and entities work, and all of a sudden you notice over a couple of week period uh, a lot of things break at the same time. And it's oh no, this this thing this thing never has worked, and I've told them from the get go. I've even I've even gotten as far as the engineering department, and they refused to fix it. They claim they did as much as they had to. When they made their hardware accessible, well, I think yeah. when I think social media, you know, if, if if this case, if Domino's wins, and believe me, there's a lot of folks on Domino's side, you know, you know, various chambers of commerce and things. So if Domino's does win, it, it you know, the blind community, we're going to have to take the social media, and then maybe maybe stop buying pizza from Domino's at, at that point. You know, you don't. They certainly aren't the only place that sells pizza, Mike. Well, well, that wouldn't be hard to do for me. 
No, it's not, me it's not that good. It's not that good I anyway. Do. Tell you the truth, Gail. Okay, Gail has her hand raised, and we want. And we want to Go ahead, Gail. Hi. Um, our, my bank, Bremer Bank, has been absolutely wonderful with me. The website is blessedly accessible. I can find my balances. Um, I worked with a gal by the name of Bonnie, and she keeps saying, "I'll do anything I can to help." And I'm even working with her on trying to see if we can get the debit cards have have Braille on them for the numbers. And she's been working with me on this stuff. It's slow, but it's coming. But at least somebody's willing to listen to you and try to make your experience more accessible. And I really do appreciate her because she, they, you know, someone from Brammer called me the other day and said, how's the website working for you? And I said, great, I can find everything I need. There are a few minor glitches, but everything is the way it should be. And I really do appreciate people who take that, who go that extra mile. And Gail, it was nice of you to give me access to your bank account. I just, just oh, I just, I just, <laughs> I'm just kidding you, Gail. I'm sorry. And speaking of Braille, I just want to mention this before I forget, because that doesn't take much these days. But when you're talking about Braille, uh, Mattel has released Braille Uno cards. You get a set of 172 cards. I guess you can buy them at Target for 9.95 or whatever. Uh, so, oh, so it, that's a part of just kind of a mainstream type thing. They're not. Is that Uno the one they used to call Crazy Eights? The same game, Mike? Is that what? Is that or is that? Different? I know. No, 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 this, this has 172 cards. So okay. Oh, I, I, yeah. Cool. Oh, that's wow. that's that's a but positive. Got, you go to BrailleUno.com and you can get the instructions, or they say you can ask eight, ask Lady A or Google uh, to give you verbal instructions on how to play the game. So. I we were at uh, uh, what was it the what's the thing in Indiana we go to the the Vision Expo and they had talking cards there now I don't understand the purpose of of the talking cards so much especially if you're playing with somebody you'd have to put earphones on or. And your poker buddies would love it, yeah. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I used to love to play poker. Jerry, you have your hand raised? Hold on a second, I can't find her. Well, he, he was raised, it's lower now, so I guess... I guess... Okay, we'll get to him later, Bill. Okay. So, anyway, these were talking cards. Oh, his hand. Oh, okay. I can't find him now. <laughs> So, I got him. Okay, that may, okay. It's uh, sixty-four degrees here today. We're going to get near uh, ninety, but then we're going to cool off. And uh, well, we don't deal with Domino's Pizza. We use Pizza Hut. And I don't know. Of course, I just call on a regular phone, so I don't know what their apps like or anything. Well, as you long know, as I, you you've got that ability and you can do that, that'll work for you. You know? I, I can understand that, Jerry. I hate talking to people. I prefer using the app myself because I can read the menu and I can interact with it. And I, I that's that's how I feel about it. Now, that's why I use Grubhub. And Chris, I know you use DoorDash, and I use Uber Eats occasionally as well. I mean, that's how I feel about using these things. Okay. You Actually, know, the next Uber app, maybe they've already done it. They're going to merge it until you're going to bring up the app and says, uh, "Get a ride," or. Uh, order food, so we can put it on one one app. 
Oh, well, wow. that, that'll be interesting. Hope they, well, if they do that, I hope the only thing I can say, Mike, is I hope they don't break the actual Uber app. I don't think they will, but let's let's hope. But they also, don't. what they're going to do, Uber and Lyft are doing this. Both, uh, they're going to show you public transport public transportation routes. So I, I thought it interesting that both companies are deciding, electing to do that. Okay, but what's the point of that? I don't. I if you if you want them, why? why I don't get that. I don't. I don't get the whole thing. I think uh, the only, well, I would assume part of it is that because there are certain peak times a day that they can't handle it, so it's better to get people something, and they feel that a lot of people that way, people who don't normally use the app will will look at it, and then when the public transportation doesn't meet their needs, or if they're in a hurry, that so they will ultimately have new customers as a result. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I know that uh, Lyft is really going over and above for safety. Uh, they really, really, really are cracking down on that now. The driver identifies himself when they get there. And they ask you your name just to verify. And uh, Uber's doing the same thing, and they, and have they a give you a nine one one button in the app, and so. They're really taking that stuff seriously now. And which one is it now? But you have to will eventually have to enter a four-digit pin before you even take off on your ride. Yeah, it's it's getting that way. It's very, 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 very much getting that way. Do we have any more raised hands before? We have one from Bill. Okay, go ahead, Bill. Go ahead, go ahead, Bill. Yeah, uh, I saw the other day on the news they had Uber or Lyft. One of them, I think maybe both of them. Now they're going to have live recording in the cab, and it'll be monitored all the time. That they're going to record anything that goes on inside the car. Well, uh, for safety, because you know some people, if you have a problem, you can be hollering help, and they'll they'll catch it right away. And well, also, as far as Domino Pizza, I don't care for Domino. I don't care if they ever get accessible website or not. They're cheap. They're going to go broke pretty soon, anyways. And another thing is. Have you guys seen on the news or read, there is now a way that when you fill out forms online or go into online stuff and you enter like your social security number or card numbers or anything like that, there's a system now that the scammers or the robbers or whatever you want to call them can get those numbers and no one knows they did it until all of a sudden it appears that your, your card or your bank has been emptied. There's no way to detect it until it's done. Okay, I'm going to let Mike on the, one, on the website. Yeah, it, it was on. It was on national news. It's, uh, a new, it's a new thing. They say watch filling out forms. Right, well, stop! Stop! Have, stop! A, huh? What? All right, Bill. Uh, no, no, stop. Let's 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 back up here because that's not true in all cases. Okay. Yes, it so, is. They said. That all right. You, you have to be careful with mainstream news because they right. tend to sensationalize. So that's true for some people uh, that may not have their software updated to the latest versions and things of that sort. But, uh, you know, that would not certainly be for every single person. No. Yeah. no that, we have one more hand, and I believe it's from, I believe it's from Shirley, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, sure. You're right, Jeff. You're you're catching on. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm learning, Bill. Go ahead. Go ahead. And Shirley, can I just, before you go, I just want to wish you uh, a good Shabbos, a happy new year for you, my dear. Oh, you too. Thank you so much, Jeff. Hope you have a great holiday season. Um, 
a couple of things um, on the Uno uh, to answer your question about Uno and Crazy Eights. They're two completely different games. Um, you you know you use regular cards for Crazy Eights. Uno has a completely different set of cards. So, um, but I was curious, and I I may have missed it. Uh, where can you? I heard about those Uno cards the other day, but where can you get these ones that are already braille? Did you see that at all, Mike? As the- yeah, you can get them at Target, or I think if you go to BrailleUno.com, you can get them directly either from Mattel, I guess. I'm not sure, but I know Target oh. sells them for $9.99. Oh, they do? Yes. Okay. I appreciate that. So if we looked at them at Target, we would be able to tell if they're the brailled ones, or should they say something yeah, they you say know, they- on them without us opening them? Yes, they clearly state that they but are braille. But you can get Uno cards from independent living aids cheaper than that. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know how much. I got they're... a deck for three or four dollars. Oh, okay, okay, that's good to know. Um, so I appreciate that, and I wanted to know, uh, Bill. I had a, a, a question or comment sure. uh, regarding um, the Libre, and I know you guys are not talking about that today. May I ask? Sure, go ahead. Something regarding that. Sure. Um, okay, I am I am starting to use it now, but the the thing I'm finding is that um, you know when you come up with the the number on it and everything, it'll say something like changing slowly, but it it doesn't tell you you know whether it's going up or down. Now I know there is a graph. I mean that is something I would I think I'm going to complain to Libre about because it would be nice to have that information because. If you're sighted, obviously, you know if it's going up or down. Do you find that there's a way to use that graph at all? Is it accessible to get into that so you can see whether it's trending up or down? Because it'll say, uh, you know, going up slowly or going down slowly or something like that when it gives you your number. Usually if mine is falling, it will say falling or rising. Now, I, 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 mine just says changing slowly. Well, that's mine. Pretty much, that's pretty much what I figure because if it says, um, it, it'll say falling. And uh, if it, if it See, says. Mine doesn't say that. It, for some reason, or other, I'm just getting changing slowly. It doesn't tell me whether it's rising or falling. Mine, well, usually, if it's changing slowly, it's going up. And huh. mine, it depends upon. Your blood sugar, your medicines, I would suppose, because that could vary. But usually if it's changing slowly, it means it's going up or rising just a little bit. Now, if it's really rising, it will say really rising. If your blood sugar, and I don't know how long you've done this, but if it has a tendency to stay pretty stable or pretty, you know, Maybe you won't get those low and high things like I tend to get. Yeah, I'm getting them at times, but it's not, um, you know, really telling me unless I keep going in and, and getting a reading, then I see that it's changing. And I know there is a graph, but like I said, I, I don't see where that's accessible. And when it gives me the number, you know, just by itself, it'll just say changing slowly. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody that's cracked that accessible graph yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah All right. right. Well, now, I appreciate that. I, I think that's something I'm going to talk to the uh, freestyle people about and and 
see if they can do something with this changing slowly thing. Maybe it could tell you, like, rising or going down or something like that. So You may want to write to them, Shirley. We have one more hand up from Pamela again, so let's... Uh, let's uh, oh, is she unmuted? And one thing back to the security. If your computer is running the latest security and you're using a secure browser um, and you're doing that your problems are very very I mean you never say lightning can't strike but if that were the case that everybody that got on the computer doctors offices um, banks whatever if that was happening to everybody this country would come to a standstill um there are people out there who insist on using like old Internet Explorer and whatever the case may be, who or using Windows 7 or stuff that are, you know, out of date are going to have problems with security. Don't you agree, Mike? Yeah, and I think I, what he may be talking about, I don't know the particular news story, but they someone did find, I guess, what you'd call a jailbreak, something that can get into the root of the iPhone. And, you know, so there's... There's some concern there, but I don't know if that's what he's referring to or not. But. Well, talk about p- broken websites. I use a website to get my ratings uh, for all for all things radio when I do the news, and it does not work in Firefox, but it works on IE and it works on Google Chrome. So, of course, I use Google Chrome. Pamela, you had your hand raised. Go ahead, Pam. Yeah, um, a couple of di- a couple of things, uh, a couple of different things. Bill, you're talking about a secure browser. Other than, now, I, I know IE is not secure anymore because it's virtually not as supported as it used to be. What, in your opinion, would be considered a secure browser to you? And also, a you were talking about having to enter a four-digit PIN through Uber and Lyft. We don't, I have not had to do that yet with them. But here locally, we have a freedom on demand, which is part of our paratransit. It's an on-demand app that we can use. And they issue us a four-digit PIN that we have to give the driver in order for them to validate our credit card. Well, that's interesting. Also, when if ever I call an Uber or a Lyft, I will specifically let them call me I don't ask for them that way I know they're there after me now do you use the iPhone for your Uber or Lyft do you use go go grandparents no no I use I use the app okay and I will I'll call the driver and I'll say look I am visually impaired I need you to let me know who you are okay and they do and that's a good idea but remember when you browse the internet you really, really need to make sure your computer is, especially if you're going to shop or do whatever the case may be. And there's so many free virus, you know, things out there. Windows has security already built in. If you want to get a third-party virus uh, program, you can. Um, and the, the, Bill, do you use Edge? Uh, I don't. I use the newer version of Edge. I don't like Microsoft's Edge. That's a problem in itself. But the new version that's coming out, there's a beta version you can use, and that works pretty good. 
uh, Google Chrome. What's what version of Jaws? I'm sorry? What, what version what, of Jaws do you want to know? You can use, well, there's version 19 out now, the beta version of 20. Um, I don't think Jaws is going to have any effect on, you know, with, with the exception of maybe the older versions might not work as well with the modern there's another browser that I've been using called Brave, Brave.com, and the Brave browser is, is uh, Mike, you're the one that turned me on to that, I believe. Um, and that seems to work quite well. That's made of, that uses the same Chromium system right. that Google Chrome uses, and that's pretty good. That's actually a very good browser. Yeah, very fast. I think it's the one that turned me on to that. So you've got, to answer a question about which browsers, I would say either Chrome or uh, Firefox, but Chrome is is based on I'm trying to not to get too technical. Chrome is based on something called Chromium, and because one of the things with Google Chrome, it has been known to insert a lot of ads. So some people have raised security concerns. So the new Edge is based on that same Chromium. There's standalone Chromium, or there's Google Chrome, and the new Brave browser all use the same backend technology. The thing with Brave is it's it's if you're very security minded and so there are certain things that may not work people have said they had issues uh, listening to audio with it because what it's trying to do is block a lot of third party uh, entities from uh, doing things or launching things on your computer but it's very fast so but I guess to answer Pam's question I guess Chrome and Firefox are the the things that you're probably want to try to well, get I use I use either Chrome or Firefox right so, so you, you, should, be, you should be safe Fran, Pam with those two browsers Really, I, that's most of the time I use Chrome or Firefox as well. Then I tend to use Firefox more than Chrome. But, I use both. Right. And one of my other strategies, every day I use a free program on my computer called CCleaner. And CCleaner, oh, yeah. CCleaner tends to work pretty well. Or I use something called Malwarebytes. And that seems to work. You know, just to check to make sure that you know you've you've got you know and, and run I'm that crap off your computer. You know, and yeah. and run that every day. And the other thing is that gets people in a lot of trouble. And Mike will attest to this: is people go into they get emails from certain people. Emails more your problem than anything, and click on these links that. You know, they really shouldn't be clicking on. Yeah, I got a trick PayPal one yesterday and almost... What did it say, Mike? I got the same thing last week that said your PayPal PayPal account was compromised. Is that the one you got? Right, or something to that effect, but it wasn't. It was something dash PayPal. It wasn't. I looked at the link and said, no, that's not PayPal. I I got the same thing last week. I called PayPal on it, and they told me to forward the message to a specific email address. The other thing I got saying I got one that said that, that, that Spectrum is having problems with my email and that my email is not working and not secure and I can't pay my bill. Well, you don't pay your bill with email with Spectrum. That was another phishing uh, expedition. So uh, if you, uh, you got to really be careful. If you get emails like that from PayPal, you should send them back or send them to spoof at PayPal.com. Which I did. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a few of those. Be so very, 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 very careful of that. And one of the other things that I've been finding out over the months is if if uh, 
program wants to run in the background of your app and you don't want it to, you don't have to let that program run in your web browser. Like, I don't know, you go to a website and they'll say they want to run in the background and send you all these ads or whatever. You don't have to let them do that in order to use that particular service. So, you know, be be very careful and selective. I see we've got a few more hands up, Jeff. No, we're done. We're done? So far. Oh, my. No, I think Gail's hands her up. hand raised. Yeah. I'm sorry, Gail. Please forgive me. No problem. Go ahead, Gail. I was just wondering. I noticed that NVDA this morning had an update. Earlier this morning, NVDA had a, an update or something this morning. Is that the 2019 2.1? They, I guess... Point two had some bugs. It was crashing, and they put a twenty nineteen dot two dot one. I think maybe is what you're seeing. Yeah, and it, the update went real well for me. I was able to do what I needed to do and and take care of it. But I was just wondering because had nothing had happened for a long time, and we were I I was doing well, you know. And I really do love NVDA and all of it. Well, NVDA updates every quarter. Okay, I thought so. Because I was yeah, doing something on, and this thing came up and I was able to, and this time it didn't say update failed. So I had to go into, and, because I had to do the Sistray thing and go and take care of the rest of it. Wow. Once in a great while they send out a fix or a, a repair type thing. or That's or what a, I thought. That's what I thought. I was just kind of curious about that. Thanks a lot. You know, um, one of the problems, and, I, and the only reason I use IE is for the RSS reader, because that's what I use to, uh, to catalog my radio news. I haven't been able to really find a good RSS reader, because the one that, uh, oh, you know the people who did Hope, Mike, I forgot the name of the guy who does it, Hope and Chicken Nugget, he had an RSS reader, but it doesn't work. I can't yeah, get Q feed is broken, right? It doesn't, yeah. an HTTPS or something. Yeah, you yeah. Want, I'm, go ahead. If you I'm want sorry. one for your phone, get Leary. No, I need one for my computer because that's he what I use when I do my radio gen. And I would definitely get Leary, because but but I need the one for my phone for my computer because that's what I use when I produce all things radio. Jeff, when I do the radio. I'll look for those. Okay, Bill. I'll look for for one of those RSS readers because usually we can find something. Um, I know there's the add-ons Q to Firefox gone, and Chrome. It used to be good. What was it? With a Q feed. Q feed's gone. It doesn't work. It doesn't work with the HTTPS URLs, and it doesn't work. It didn't work with that. With other, with every feed I put into it, it said it couldn't find a feed. Couldn't work. I don't know why, but it just doesn't work. Yeah, Q feed I bought, and I bought that deck on. What is it? Capture be gone. It doesn't work. Chicken nugget doesn't work anymore on new computers. I don't think they ought to be selling this kind of stuff that doesn't work. You know, the audio captures I've had, I've been using this Google thing where it says hit the checkbox if you're not a robot. And well, it's better, but sometimes you still have to do captcha. That's true. Um, and and that's a real pain. But and sometimes when they give you the audio challenge, that they muddy the voice up so bad that you even even if you can hear, you oh, can't even understand yeah. it. So that's another problem these days. So hey, Bill, did you want to ask Mike to talk about Amazon? Because I know yeah, we're going we're going to do that here in just a minute. I just want to make sure anybody before we uh, moved on, we're all good. I had any uh, oh wait a minute. Yeah, let's go ahead, Mike, and um, talk about Amazon. But just remember, browse securely, and you 
relatively won't. Just use good security habits if you certainly can. Yeah, just just think twice about what you hear in the mainstream media because they do scare tactics. It's good for ratings. But, I mean, there's some truth to it, but it's not exactly as claimed. But Amazon launched 15 new or will be rolling out 15 new products. And I don't have the full list here in front of me. In fact, even the podcast I heard didn't even cover all of them. Uh, but And the big one, I, I first asked Jennifer about We talked about it last week, was the ability with the show to... Uh, put groceries up there and have it tell you what those items are. And a demo I saw said could be, so they kind of qualified it. But I think Bill said you played with that, Jenny? And uh, I did it. some, and it did... You know, it, it's one of those deals because you're using the camera. You're going to have to have pretty good lighting or what it considers good lighting, but it will try. And, and it did... It reads... It tries to read the cans or whatever, or, or the products or whatever you, if it finds enough, like it told me, um, I had a can of tomatoes and it told me it looks like a red gold product, which, you know, pretty much you know that they make tomatoes and things like that. So that gave me a good idea. But it didn't read it to you exactly. But I couldn't get it to repeat it and do it again. Yeah. With the same can, so I don't know. That's I've had better look. Could be lighting. Yeah, I've had better look with the voice stream reader, even laying the cans on their side and reading and leasing what the products are. But that that's one option out there. Um, the one that got my attention was is a new uh, oven slash um, air fryer that they're selling. I think it, the price is around two fifty, and they claim it'll have thirty presets. So I guess there's these things you can do, you know, by voice. Uh, tell bacon or whatever. Uh, so that's. Well, right, we're going to talk about that a little bit, Mike. Dave okay. and Chris have. We've done a little bit of research on that one. Okay. What do you? What have you found? Dave and Chris, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we 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 did uh, do some research on it because um, we're always in into cooking stuff, and um, <clears throat> it is a. It's a little smaller than some of the ovens. It it is um, what is it? Nineteen inches. Um, I don't remember the dimensions, but I could not find the internal dimensions. I saw Wasn't it. One point five cubic foot. Yeah, but yeah. I couldn't find the inches. I I saw that one time, and I cannot find it again. The really big deal about the Amazon, besides it working with her is it also is a microwave, although it's a little bit lower powered. It also has buttons on it. Have you ever heard of that concept? Buttons? It has has tactile buttons. And they say they're tactily labeled. I don't know with what. It didn't tell me that. Well, certain buttons might be different shapes, Chris. Right, it does. We did find the manual and downloaded it and read about it. So we have that manual available. The one thing it does tell you that people need to be aware of always is if you start to microwave, you need to take the metal rack out. Some microwaves you can use metal racks in. This one, the manual specifically says not to. Can you give me an idea, Chris? I'm not as good at the kitchen stuff. Um, 
they, they, this microwave is 700 watts, and compare that to 1100 watts. So if, if something is, is a designed for 1100 watts, uh, how much more no, no, time no. do you have to? Okay, this just microwave is a thousand. It's watts. a thousand oh, watts. Oh, yeah. that's not that much different then. No, it's a thousand watts. Yeah. And I, how much did you say it was, or did you give a price? It's two hundred and fifty dollars. It also yeah, has a fry it basket. Fries and bakes and microwaves. And yeah. That, yeah. But the, didn't the, I see something on their website where they sell a, a kit or something so you could mount it above your range if you wanted to? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It You can build it in, but the manual says not to mount it above the range. Mm. Now, you can make it look like it's built in under the cabinet. But it specifically says not to mount it above your range because of the heat from the burners. So I don't know. The other thing is, and people need to realize this, is there's Amazon, and we're going to be talking about the June oven, that works with Lady A. Okay. It, to a point, but the Amazon product is really married or tied in to where it really works um, it, I'm having one of these small what do they call them easy bake ovens these um, $59 microwaves they are really yeah, they're, Amazon it does I mean you can tell it like if you say two hot dogs it does a minute or three hot dogs does 90 seconds or whatever right or it it will you know you can tell it to bake two potatoes it knows to do that for the time so there is some real possibility there i mean there really really is there's um you know in in that sense of the application along with the tactile buttons you know that that give you that in the first Easy Bake, I call it the first Easy Bake oven. For it does not have any tactile buttons per se. You also have the ability to hold down on a button and talk to it. Uh, you would have a um, dot or some type of Amazon product there close, but you can hold down on the button on the thing and talk to it um, yeah, directly. That's the tactile button it has, but I've never, I've never tried it. Some said it doesn't work very well. I've never even tried it. It doesn't work it very well. It depends on how close your Echo device is. Yeah. So that, that, is, that is one thing, but you, you would be able to cook a steak in it, pork chops, uh, deep fry french fries. Uh, you can do a lot of different things with it. So if a microwave and an oven slash thing were your thing, that that device might be there with the tactile buttons. Now, we will be getting more information about this product. Anybody else want to say anything? There's all kinds of ways to cook out there, and it just depends. See, we don't need a microwave because we already have two somebody might need a microwave or somebody might need a bigger oven which is what i like about the june plus i like using the app right but, you know it, it depends on what you want exactly maybe you're a single person and you don't need all of that room maybe 
you know, this would 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 fit your needs. Well, if if they make them so that they really work and do all of the things that they're that they say they do well, you know, if you don't have a lot of counter space, it'd be nice to have one product that could do four or five things. Right. Wait right there. Yeah. Mike, what else did they have Amazon come out with? Well, uh, the, uh, uh, one, the other thing that kind of intrigued me, I suppose, is they're, they're selling the high-end music now, uh, CD quality and so forth. So they're coming out with a new speaker called the Studio, uh, which has a, a five-inch woofer and a little tweeter and three mid-range drivers and 200 watts of power. And it'll be a $200 speaker, so that's a little less than the, uh, the ones from Bose and... I guess that's comparably priced to the Sonos One, but uh, so that's something they think will really be something that audiophiles will enjoy, and so we'll see if anyone actually buys. Is one that the speaker like- they said that will also work with Google Voice as well? But I think that they also have a speaker that'll work with Google Voice as well, Mike. I'm not sure if that's that one. I don't think it's that one. That would I would be surprised if Amazon worked with Google, but uh, that would that would be very surprising. Uh, you may be thinking of the other one, the. Uh, uh, Sonos has a new speaker called the Move that will work with both, and I think Bose is coming out with a speaker that will work with both. And those are in the three hundred dollar price range. So Amazon's coming in a little bit less. Mike, did you see the Amazon Buds? Oh yes, the Buds as well. Uh, I like those. Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to hear those and how they compare with Apple. But they're like thirty dollars less, or maybe seventy dollars less than Apple. But they're one hundred twenty nine dollars, and you will be able to talk to Lady A through the the actual. Uh, earbuds themselves, and it has the pass through where you can, you I guess, can use stop the everything and to hear your background around you. Because you know when you have those in your ear, then the microphone will allow you to listen to your. <laughs> so if somebody's talking to you, you can hear them. Or if you yeah. need to hear traffic for a minute, of course I wouldn't be walking around with them anyway. But some people might. But yeah, it might work like a good audio amplifier for those. You know, give you improve your hearing a little bit. But yeah, what about, about the Amazon the, frames, Mike? They're, are they comparable to the Bose glasses, I think? Uh, I hear they're pretty cheaply made. But right, they've come up with the Amazon frames that have the microphones built in uh, so that you can have audio in your glasses. So if you just need to hear what's going on around you, and that may be better for traveling or something, uh, then you can use that, like that Microsoft app that tells you the directionality of things and you know have that capability. But uh, some reviews I read said they're kind of cheaply made, so... I'll let someone else go first and, and see how those do. Yeah, and let's also point out that the glasses do not, and let me say it again, do not have cameras, so they will not work with iron. It's not it's not it's not designed that way. Uh, someone asked about that uh, uh, again. We have one hand raised from uh, what's his name, Bill. Yeah, real quick, I want to ask Mike. The other day, I got an email from Amazon Fire. You know, I got a fire I get from that. What is Twitcocom. I didn't want to click on it to see what it was. It said, now you can do Lady A and do all kinds of stuff. Announce programs. I want to see certain football games. And that's what it read on the email. And then it said, and we now can get Twitcocom. T-W-I-T-C-O-C-O-M. And what is Twitcocom? Uh, I'm not familiar with that one, Bill. I, I did yeah. see where they did, added thir- uh, Thursday Night Football to Prime. Uh, but, right, right. No, they I did don't that, know. And, they, and they got and, and, the, and they improved their music, I think, and stuff like that. But this was a, I think, it was the very last last item. I don't have the uh, site in front of me, but it said 
and now you can get Twitcocom. And I said, "But oh, what's Twitcocom? Is that another cable system or something?" Are you thinking? Are you are you thinking maybe it was called Twitch instead of Twitcocom, Bill? Are you maybe? No, that's... I looked. I, I looked and spelled it out, and it was T W I T I or T W I T C O C O M. So I guess you pronounce it Twitcocom. But is that C O T O M? C O C O M, right? Yeah, C O M. All right, but is it T W I T C O C O M? Yeah, we'll have to go look that one up. But they're doing a lot of third parties like that. that. Yeah. IMDb TV, and I know people watching Dallas and Dynasty and all these older shows. So right, right, right. And I'm just curious what Twitcom was. I, I don't know. We'll have to look that one up. And I think they're putting advertisements on their screensaver. So if you have the screen, if you have the TV on and you and that screensaver turns on. You might hear an ad too for some Amazon product. I thought I heard. Oh, that. It, it it does that right? Yeah, because I know my mine. Sometimes I'll turn off the um, program and just leave it sit on the home button, and then all of a sudden my daughter will look and say, "Oh, they're advertising something." It hasn't said it to me yet, but they're showing an advertisement on the screen. I find that kind of annoying, but then again, I don't, you know, I don't. Well, of course, you can't see it; it won't bother you, but. <laughs> It, it's because it, it, I mine has never said what the what the ad is. In other words, it's never it's never when it does that it doesn't come up and say an ad. It's just a, it's a screensaver and then they run ads on it. It's a whole new world out there, Mike. I got to tell you. Every- Let me ask you about these headsets again. Do can you not make phone calls or call a Uber or Lyft from them? These earbuds. It says you can. You can do anything that she can do for you, I believe. Now, I suppose you're out someplace, you're out on the street. Where is it going to get the Wi-Fi from? Is it linked to your phone? How? It probably works with the phone, I would guess. I mean, it would almost have to. Wouldn't it really it, didn't say in the thing I read about them. How wouldn't it, it use Bluefield? Wouldn't it use either Bluetooth or Nearfield near field communications? Near field, yeah, it? something like that. And that came up again this morning that the Libre and anything Nearfield, you have to have an iPhone seven, right, or newer. For that. Right, right. right. Yeah. Yes, you must, must, must have that in in order to do that. You, so, if you have a 6S, you're you're gone. Yeah, here in the Albany area, they're going to be putting an Amazon fulfillment center here, a warehouse here in this in this area. I might be able to be able to get the same day delivery on some products. Oh, you could maybe get a job. Oh, I don't, how can I work if my hands are so weak, Chris? You know. Well, no, they just got sued though. Some uh, blind lady uh, sued them because the the process of hiring wasn't accessible and. And someone at Amazon told me, well, just go apply somewhere else or something, and they're being sued. <laughs> I love it. The nice. lawyers certainly make money, don't they? I've got to tell you. Everyone makes the money, except the, half these lawsuits that come out, Mike, and I don't, I don't want to get into it because we'll get into controversy, but half them, the, the, they, you win the battle and lose the war in the process anyway, so. Yeah, that is true. There's many other products I don't, off the top of my head, uh, can tell you what, what the others were. I think there's some new dots, I think. But what was that? What was the thing called an Echo Glow? Did anybody see that? 
I did, but I don't know what it was. I don't remember. Hey, while you guys are thinking, we need to take a quick break. Because we're way behind. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. being bullied online you can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org brought to you by the ad council keyboard cat hamilton the pug and toast meets world these are some of the internet's most beloved pets and they all have one thing in common their stories started in a shelter start your story adopt a dog or cat today visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you training that pet to play the keyboard that's optional start a story adopt a shelter or rescue pet today brought to you by maddie's fund the humane society of the united states and the ad council Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTechStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Well, we we were running about a half hour behind on that spot, so I thought I'd better get it in before the top of the hour. Now, the one other that did come to mind, they did come up with a, I guess, the middle of the line uh, echo show that they I guess in the past, what, a five and a half and a ten and a half or something like that, and they've come up with an eight-inch. Now, you and Jenny have the show because in part for uh, allowing your ring security to work properly, but uh, the sound quality in those is pretty amazing, and, of course, you have video capabilities with those as well. That's why they call it show. I have heard something to the effect that ring security will work now with, the, I think it's the third-generation dot. I heard that yesterday, but I don't. No, for I, sure. I, I haven't don't tried. Know how that works. But, I don't know, yeah. but if it doesn't allow two-way communication, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's that's the key is to be able to talk back to it. Um, but you know, they're flooding the market with all this stuff, Mike. Do you think it's overkill? Well, they're going to throw a lot of products out there, see what sticks, and if it doesn't, then they'll they'll move on to it. But it definitely shows Amazon is serious about getting into the hardware business. I mean, you have that many products. And you've got Christmas coming up. Exactly. I can see that $59 microwave going the way of the... Yeah, I think that was a test market, but you know what I was looking for? Everything else was 129 and I was kind of like, well, right. I don't know. Yeah, high in sight, 700 watts is a little low to answer Jeff's questions. If it takes two minutes on a regular microwave, it could be three or four in a 700 watt, depending upon what it is. Um, but it, I guess I've learned to 
I learned to adjust to it. I learned how much time, uh, you know, to cook things. Or well, walk away. Our biggest complaint with it was that the, you had to hit the two button and hold it to get it to pair, and there was no way to find the two button without Ira or something like that because there was no, because it was a flat panel and there was no tactile thing. Yeah, I remember doing popcorn in a low wattage microwave and it did not do very well. A lot of unpopped kernels. <laughs> well, it seems like they've got that problem fixed. And that was their whole shtick. Uh, they were selling it and the big thing they were trying to get you to do is buy recurring popcorn. You know, and uh, well, this was a while back, so they may have improved on that. I don't know. It it seems to have gotten better in that 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 part of it works well, but with the new one with the buttons on there, you shouldn't have that issue that we had with the fifty nine dollar one. And hopefully, it'll, with the new oven that Amazon is coming out with, it'll be much it'll be much easier to pair it than it, than the right board, because so. you have tactile buttons you can push and then you know what to do. And, and that was. I've had a, I've had a thousand watt microwave for, well, we got it in ninety four, so we've had it for a long time, and it works very well. Is that why you're glowing every time the microwave is on, Tim? No, never mind. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, before we go on to the second hour, is there anybody that has a question that hasn't been asked or wants to make a comment? So then we can go on to the second hour and. To Chris and Dave's demo. Just, just wanted to mention real quickly, we were <clears throat> the new i you know I, iOS. They upgraded iPhone now up to thirteen. Now it's up to point twelve. I guess you had you had thirteen last whatever it was. Uh, you know, and then thirteen point one four days later, the twenty fourth, and then thirteen eleven on Friday, and thirteen twelve as of Monday this week. But a lot of people, myself included, are having a lot of battery drain and. The only thing I found so far to slow it down, but I don't know if it's still working as good as I think it should, but uh, is a, a service they put in there that actually monitors your battery and tells you every hour what your battery's doing, a you know, battery health thing. And we found actually by turning that off that that uh, greatly extends the life of your battery. So that's under... But it still drains quickly as well, even though you do turn it off, Mike. That's the problem. Settings and battery. Um yeah, it was interesting because Bill didn't even have this option. No, I don't have the option. So, but the the very thing they've added to try to help you know about your battery usage is draining the battery very much. Uh, so, not a good thing, but because the batteries go down, down, down. You know, I had my I, I took my battery off the charger at six o'clock, Mike, and at eight thirty, it had eighty, it had eighty eighty five percent battery power, and I was doing nothing with the phone. It was in my pocket. That's not normal. It well, you, you go in your settings and look at all the things, all the applications that are they're doing things in the background. Like when I upgraded, well, I remember it's, Ira has tried access your phone seventy four times in the last three days, and I changed that to only do it when the app is running because I don't understand it's trying to let me know when there's free access somewhere, but it doesn't need to be checking twenty five times a day. But the funny thing is, Ira let me know that there was a power outage in my area, which I didn't know that they would, that, that, that service they did. But two weeks ago, we had a major power outage. There was a transformer in my neighborhood that blew. And I got a message from Ira saying, there's a power outage in your neighborhood. Uh, but if you need to use Ira, you can go to the AT&T store. Well, it was 10 o'clock at night when I got the message. The AT&T store is closed. <laughs> I think Jenny wanted to say something. Go ahead, Jenny. I'm sorry. 
I was just going to say, it seems like I read something about it was that they, this battery thing was trying to learn how you use your battery so that it would eventually start to conserve and, and give you the power. And it seems like there was something that it was going to let it charge to 80% or 85% until you uncharged it and started using it more or something. No, well, what it's supposed to do is learn your, like, because people plug it in at night when they go to sleep. And so right, it would realize that, okay, if you get up at 7 o'clock, we'll, we'll take it up to 80%, and then we'll start it maybe at 530 and make sure that it's only at 100% uh, right when you unplug it. So for people who uh, are non-24 and don't sleep the same times every day, I suppose that could be an issue. But I guess the lesson from that is to not let it sit at 100% a lot. You know, when you get it fully charged, unplug it and don't leave it uh, plugged into AC. Always a lesson, but it's been a real struggle, and I've had to use my battery bank to keep the battery supplemented during the day. I would suggest deep cycle it down, let it get down as low as you can, near, you know, 1 or 2%. If you can do that, do something under 10% and deep cycle it. Uh, that's worked for me, um, so uh, that's my suggestion. Well, we'll give anything a try. Well, not hearing anything else, I guess it's time for the second hour of the Coffee Club. And this week we're going to do a very interesting or different demo. And this is a situation I hope none of us ever get in, but it happens. And Dave and Chris are here to talk about what you can do to prepare some food or some options on a food that is edible. Maybe, right? Yeah, it, it it's edible. Um, it is. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's not what you'd make at home, maybe, but it's not bad. Is it McDonald's? No, it's not McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> is it? it? It is a very interesting demo, and it's something that Chris and I had never seen before. Although, military uses uh, some things uh, like this called MREs. This one. Uh, they are a five, five, uh, chef, five minute meals and you don't need a stove to heat them up or a microwave or a microwave. Or you don't need batteries or no electricity, utilities, no water. No, so, no you don't got to to wash anything. So all the tech we've talked about and a napkin and salt and pepper. So <laughs> that sounds like the stuff they used to advertise on our Bell show years ago. I'm right. All uh, this the... was on QVC a couple weeks ago. I missed it. Oh, well, we're just in hearing the demo. All right. Well, here we go. Hello, everyone. Well, today we're going to do something that is really different. <laughs> um, you don't see these very often. We're going to talk about the Chef 5-Minute 7... 9-ounce... 9-ounce... Self-heating meals. <laughs> and you don't need a stove. And you don't need electricity. Now, does that sound strange? Well, I'd have to say it does. <laughs> so the first thing I will do is um, let Chris give you the information about this product. 
Okay, this QVC refers to it in a quick bit as Chef Minute Meals. They are Chef 5-Minute Meals, 7 9-ounce portions of self-heating meals. The item number is M as in Mother. Six two six five four. We did get these from QVC. I am certain that other places probably do have something similar if you look hard enough. This was on uh, a one-time only price Sunday, and I believe it still is, or maybe it was an intro- introductory price. I don't know. Anyway, the current price is forty-nine dollars and twenty-five cents, and we actually got these. Um, a week ago, Sunday. And here are the flavors. There, there are seven of them. You get beef stroganoff, chicken pasta parmesan, chili with beans, chicken cacciatore, beef stew, and spaghetti with meatballs. So that's what you get in this particular pack-up. And I missed one. There, I said there were seven, and I only named six. The other one is vegetarian lasagna. Okay, I have this one of these uh, meals in my hand, uh, which happens to be uh, chicken parmesan. Chicken pasta parmesan. I didn't write the whole name, but pasta par- parmesan. Chicken pasta parmesan. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> now, it, uh, these meals come in a big box, and there's seven of them in, in the box. And the, once you take them out of the box and you grab one of the boxes like I did, this chicken parmesan box, that box is about four inches wide and it's about, eight inches uh, long. about eight inches long and the thickness well that's probably about Two. three inches thick three and a half something like that let's say three and let's say three inches <clears throat> on one end of the box <clears throat> there is a perforated um i'm gonna lay this quarter down there's a perforated uh line that goes across it's about in the middle of the uh, end of the box like a lot of boxes have and it has a tab on the one corner of the box and you pull the tab and that takes off the uh, that allows the box to open up then we're going to pull the guts out of the box so I'm going to take a hold when I I have it it looks it feels like there and when I stick my fingers in there you'll, you'll I feel a styrofoam tray and everything's inside that tray so I'm going to pull that whole thing that tray looks like a real shallow smaller meat tray that you get at the grocery store okay I pulled it out of the box and so uh, I'm, I've got the tray lady laying on the table. And the first thing I see when I put my hand into the tray is the food container. It's like a little plastic tray with a film over the end of it, it's a over heavy, the top. 
top of it. Heavy plastic film, and it um, looks like something you might normally stick in the microwave or something. Yeah. It's like a you, little rectangle. You've seen little lunches like, like this, probably, that they go into the microwave. So I'm going to lay that aside. The next thing I see is a a bag and in the bag if I can get this opened up got the bag opened up now when I I thought you were going to have your charming engineer do it. Yeah, I could. <laughs> Not this time. Okay, and I'm going to pull the stuff out of the bag and put the bag aside. The bag is just trash now. Now, first thing, what I've got here in this bag is a, it's a pad. And it's got like... Uh, well, it's got, you, if you feel them, there's, they feel like little nuggets inside this bag. And the bag is uh, the width of that's this. A, that's a spoon and a napkin. Styrofoam tray. That was in there and salt and pepper. Yeah, there's an extra spoon. Well, it's a plastic spoon. So, anyway, what, what I do now is I take this, this, uh, I took the uh, this, giz this thing that feels like little nuggets in there out of the bag, and I have the silver, I mean the styrofoam tray. Now you don't open that bag, you no. only open the plastic bag. It, it kind of feels like paper, sort of, although it, I'm not exactly sure what it is. It reminds me of the outside of a tea bag, that kind of rough porous stuff that's on a, the outside of a tea bag. So what you do is you, you take this bag, and I'm looking to see if it goes any particular way. It does. I'll have Chris look at that to see if I've got... I laid it into the styrofoam tray. Yeah, that's right. It's divided into... Let's see, what is that? Six little sections, and each section has some granular-feeling things inside it. Yeah, that's why I said it was something like nuggets. And then... <clears throat> You have a bag, another bag, but this bag has um, liquid inside of it. It's some type of saline solution, they say. That has to be cut, cut open, I think. Okay, so now there's a little... Uh, on the top of the bag, there's like a little cut on the edge of the corner of the bag, and you take a hold of that and you you pull it, and it opens up that bag. Now I don't. When I do it, I don't open them very far because you have to try to pour this stuff evenly Here's, on the pad. I'm gonna give that to Chris. I'm giving Chris the tray, and I have this bag. 
The pad is already, I laid it in the bag. That's oh, you open. already opened it. Yep. Okay. And, okay. and the object is now you take that bag and you dump that liquid that's in that bag onto the pad that you put in the tray, in the styrofoam, styrofoam tray, which is what she's doing now. Well, I'm going to. I'm waiting so that they can hear it because it's going to sizzle. Okay, I'll bring Oop, the recorder. No, not quite that close. <laughs> there you go. that liquid in, on into the tray and it's starting to fizzle already and get warm and get warm now we're going to take it's the so funny. food tray and we're going to turn the food tray upside down leaving the film on the tray so. oh. and we're going to set it down in the center of the tray in the center of the tray okay and now we're going to take the box that we took all this stuff out of and we're going to slide that whole works the bag with the food in it we're going to slide that all that stuff the styrofoam tray the whole thing back in the box and then we're going to just kind of close the ends as best as best we can I'm trying to get that. Here. It won't go the whole way yeah, down. Yeah, it will, actually. There's, now. Now it's in there. Now I'm holding the recorder over to this box, and believe it or not, that liquid, when it hit that pad, caused everything to heat up. Now, the box is going to get warm We're and kind of wet. And the box is sitting on the kitchen table. And the it box can be is real heating quiet. up. You can probably hear it sort of sizzling in there. Which it's definitely sizzling in there. I gotta watch that will burn the microphone on the recorder. <clears throat> and and that'll that'll be in there for five. about five minutes. That's what will happen here. Alexa. Set a timer for five minutes. Well, wrong Alexa. Well, it's okay. The other Alexa picked up your timer. That's okay. <clears throat> the spot picked it up instead of the dot, but uh, or yeah, but then you okay. actually will know when it's when it's done because the, the the noise will die down on the box. It's okay. And, and that's hard enough. That you, you know, you you can't. I don't think you'd want to touch the top of that box. You wouldn't it, want to leave your hand it's there. It's pretty hot. Well, yeah, you wouldn't want to leave, want to leave your... And you can feel some steam coming out of there. Now, they give you a, a little thing. They give you a plastic spoon, and they give you um, a napkin. It's wrapped like a restaurant package, like you might get at KFC or something. It's in a plastic, little plastic bag with a napkin and a spoon and a little package of salt and a little package of pepper in there so you can season it as you want to. And it looks like it's pretty darn close to being done. 
I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, just leave it there. It won't hurt it. Cool. I'm opening this package to make sure that I'm telling you correctly about what's in there. That's what I think I see. Ooh, I smell the pepper. Wow. <laughs> That's potent. So you can uh, they put that in there. You oh, can add that. Oh, it's a spork. Look. They give you a spork. Look here. Um, where are you? Yeah, a little spork. It's a spoon with a fork, like tines on the end. Tines on the end of the. Okay, of it's the a spoon. package of salt and pepper joined together. It's one package, but they're in two separate little. See, it's divided like that. Uh huh. So you can you can put that on there if you want to. You said you thought the the first one you ate needed a little salt. Yeah, I, I ate a, a a beef stroganoff, one of the the beef stroganoff uh, meal, and it could have used a little bit of salt. Otherwise, it was really good. They use these for um, hurricanes, uh, people that have been in hurricanes, and maybe they don't have electricity and stuff like that. And if you were going camping or. And you know, maybe you wanted to take some of these for one night when you didn't want to cook over a fire, or maybe you want to grab one and take it to work with you for lunch, or might even be in your car. And yeah, in the car with a sighted person. In case you, <laughs> and in they case pull you, off the road yeah, and just get, eat one of these things up. Get and, caught in the snow or whatever, or get caught in traffic. And I, be, I believe that the... Uh, Let me see how much time she has. See how much time is left on the timer. But Alexa, how much time mm-hmm. is on the timer? It says a minute and 50 seconds. Alexa, cancel the timer. But we actually had it in maybe a, a little bit, yeah, half a minute or so before we actually started the timer. It's, it's close enough that we can at least cancel the timer. Then what you do, or what we will do, is uh, when we go to take this, we'll take this out of the box, and you have to keep in mind that the food tray, or the tray, the tray that has the food in it, not the styrofoam tray, is turned upside down. And when we pull it out of the box, we will flip that tr- over, leave it set in the, um, well, you can leave it set in the styrofoam for a foam tray, or you can take it out and put it on the table, or put it on a paper towel, or something. You know, something to uh, so you don't get stuff all over the table. So I'm going to open the box now. You can reach in there. you got to be kind of careful, but you can reach in there and grab that styrofoam. It's not that hot. I pulled it out. I'll pull the uh, pull that box, box away. away. Set it out of the way. And I'm going to set this on a paper towel. Yeah, because it makes steam, so, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's moist. It's really wet. Now, the she- one thing you have to be careful of is when you pull this off, this film, there is a corner sticking out more than the other corners. But you've got to be careful because when you first release that, that is hot and steam is going to come out. Alexa, stop. I see she didn't... 
cancel the timer. She's peeling the, the uh, film off. I'm trying to. So this one's a little harder than the other one. It's giving me a little trouble. Okay. I now have the film off. Well, it smells good. It's definitely cheesy. Ugh. <laughs> Chris doesn't care for cheese. I'm not a cheese, cheese person at all. Now, you have a little spoon there, and I will uh, see what... Yeah. See what we have here. Hold on just a second, and I will get the spoon. It smells like real food. Well, it is real food, It I is guess. real food, yeah. But it's piping hot. I'm going to put... Well, here, I'm trying to put salt and pepper on it. Oh. Because I thought that might improve it a little, because you said the last needed some. Okay, now let me find the spoon. Here's your spork. You might give it a little bit of a stir. Yeah. I'm going to lay my recorder down and take this stuff and... That's not... Pasta Parmigiana is not his favorite either. (laughs) Stir it around a little bit (laughs) to get that. She, She poured the salt and pepper that were in that little... Like those little restaurant packs, you know, but they're real small. Well, there's a cat came out to see us. (laughs) How about that? Okay, let's check this out and see. If it's any good. (laughs) Well. Hmm. like Parmesan does, but I'm not real fond of Parmesan, but it tastes like any of it that I've had before. He said the, um, which one did you, the beef stroganoff was actually pretty decent. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good. It actually isn't too bad if, if you like that particular kind of Parmesan. Um, I've had it before, and from what I've had before, it tastes the same. Um, and and the neat thing about this whole the whole concept is that you can you can do this right on the kitchen table. I mean, if you wanted to, you could might be able to put it on your lap. Although I don't think I would, but maybe on a tray or you something. You can put a little tray on your lap and do plate. it. Um, you got to be careful with the saline. It says it's not harmful if you get it on you, but they recommend trying not to. But they said it's not really that big of a deal if you do. We picked out one we knew he wouldn't like, and I certainly wouldn't like because we just had lunch and we knew we weren't going to really eat all of it, and we knew that. They, there were a couple in there that neither one of us would care for, so we picked one of those. The spaghetti and meatball is is good. The chili with beans we haven't had, but I'm sure it'll be good. I don't think I would like the vegetarian lasagna because here again I'm not a cheese person. But, so it depends on your taste. And you might be able to buy uh, a box of seven of the same thing. I, I just don't know. I haven't checked on that. This is how this particular pack up came. So, so that's pretty cool. And uh, Chris, if you want to uh, talk just a little bit about the product again, this is called Chef Minute Meals. Chef Five Minute Meals, seven nine ounce self heating portions. 
Uh, we did purchase it from QVC for $49.25. It's maybe a little pricey, but if you ever needed it, it might be really nice to have it on hand. It's shelf-stable. You do not need to refrigerate it, obviously, or anything like that, because that would defeat the purpose. The item number is M. 62654. QVC's automated number is 1 800 345 1212. If you want to talk to a real person, it's 1 800 345 1515. Again, the item number is M62654. And <clears throat> The choice, your your uh, items in the pack up are vegetarian lasagna, beef stroganoff, chicken pasta parmesan, chili with beans, chicken cacciatore, beef stew, and spaghetti with meatballs. So that's what you have in that this particular set, and they do they do still have them. Well, it's a neat little product, and if you, you, you're not real hungry, but you, you feel like you need something, this would do it, because they're not, it, it's not a very big meal, so, you know, um, it, it may or may not fill you up, but it will uh, satisfy you for a little while anyway. then when you're finished uh, with the meal of course you can it's it's all disposable you can just put put the uh the containers in the in the styrofoam bag and, and all your other bags in the trash and i just stuck everything back in the box and put the box in the trash your box is a little bit damp and wet from the steam but not so much that it won't hold it I've never seen anything like it before. Now, I know that um, the military has what they call MREs. Meals ready to eat. And um, and they work on a, on a, sim- a similar uh, principle. So, but, it, but, but I think the, the amazing thing about it is you don't need anything to heat it up because it heats itself. Once that liquid hits that pad, in, when you have that pad laying on that styrofoam, tray that pad starts heat throwing heat off and then you put it put it put your tray of food upside down on the tray put it into the box let it sit in there for five minutes and Take it out and take your film off, and away you go. I think it's a pretty neat thing to release to the public, and I think I wouldn't want to survive on it for very long. Um, and I'm not one to, you know, have 10 gallons of water on hand in case or anything like that. But I do think it would be a kind of a neat thing to have around because especially with all the hurricanes and things people have had lately, you might want to keep a few of them till you can get to where you need to go or whatever. Or like I said, people in the north who um, might get trapped in the car might get really hungry. And you always, they tell you, have a blanket and some water and a little bit of food. Well, this could be your little bit of food, and you would have the plus of it being hot, as well as people in the south with the tornadoes often lose a Electricity, so it's a kind of cool thing to have around. You know, and I, I don't know about you folks, but 
and, and I, I know that um, there were times when we lost power, and I don't know what the deal is. I guess it's a psychological thing. You get hungry. You can't use the stove if your stove is electric. So what are you going to do? So you just pull one of these babies out of the box, fire it up, and go to it. <laughs> and if you had a manual can opener, you could open some pork and beans or something to go with it. <laughs> if you thought you might not get full. I do, you do like I do. I, I, I get these cans of beanie weenies, they're called, made by Van Camp. And um, <laughs> you got to try those sometime. They're good. <laughs> I'm not doing a demo on the beanie weenies. So. <laughs> no, I don't think that's enough to do a demo. We barely made it through this <laughs> All it is is baked beans with uh, hot dogs. And, uh, real small little hot dogs, and they're in a little small can. They make them for kids, but they're not bad. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's how this gizmo works, and, and, it, and it really does. It's absolutely amazing. If you have any questions about this product, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers to the questions, he'll get a hold of us, and uh, we'll make sure you get the answers to your questions. Or if you have any comments or questions regarding this particular product during the live broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646 55 that's 646-558-8656. You'll be asked to press pound after you call that. No, first you're asked for a meeting ID. I'm sorry. You're asked for a meeting ID, and you will enter 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. Then you'll be asked to press pound. If you do that, you'll be asked for the user ID press pound one more time because you won't have a user ID that is your user ID and you'll be in the Zoom room with us and you may ask your question or make your comment about this particular product well that's all the time we have for this demo stay tuned next week for another, another exciting, exciting demo, demo. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. <laughs> Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. 
Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, S, speech difficulty, T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Well, here we are back. What an interesting demo. That's definitely interesting. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, That's David, you use a thermometer to figure out what temperature those things heat to? Or? That tells you. One. Yeah, it does tell you one there. That's a sure meal, though. I didn't realize they made whole meals like that. I knew. So at one time in the store, I saw a, a mug of, I think it was hot chocolate that was supposed to heat itself like that. Yeah, I couldn't get to it. <laughs> I got it. Trying to get everybody muted up and stuff. Yeah, we have trouble. Folks, if you come unmuted or whatever, be mindful that you're on a talk show. Please don't do all the stuff you do in the background. Mute yourself. Do whatever you got to do. It takes a minute to find everybody. To right. So just, just please do it. Week after week, you continue to do it. So be good, folks. I don't know why you do it, but well, you do. We're checking the list on your nights, right, Dave? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we may have to just start unmuting the panel and then unmuting other. other yeah, people. we may have to do whatever. In the meantime, while you guys are doing that, I've got a short call from Debbie who wants to make a comment. So I'll play that while you guys are unmuting or muting people back up. I think we're Hi, this is Debbie Morgan. I wanted to leave a comment. Uh, the lady who's talking about Dish Network, man, she is so right. Their website is absolutely impossible. I thought it was just me. Also, I am considering getting an Instant Pot, and I started getting their newsletters. Their site is very inaccessible. Images, 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 and I sent them an email. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, for a product to be accessible, and then they make their site so inaccessible, I do not understand that. So, anyway, that's my take on it. You guys have a good day. Bye-bye. You might want to listen to Chris and Dave talk a little bit about the the generation of that Instapot app being broke. So you might want to consider that. I would. Yeah, right now the app, since you, the last iOS update, is broken. You can use it if you're willing to use an external timer, but the timer feature isn't working. Now the high and low and all that is, but you cannot set your time. It's stuck on, like if you pressure, the default is 35 minutes. It's stuck there. You're not going to change it. So you have to use an external ter- timer. Same with the slow cooker part. It's stuck on four hours, and that's what you get. It's the default. You can't change it. You can change the high and low settings of all, both of those, but not the time. And 
unloading voiceover and putting voiceover back on doesn't 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 change the accessibility right chris in other words you can't that's right voice, okay no and that's only a quick do fix anyway when you do that anyway it usually true, doesn't true. work they've we been have, made aware of it though we have i believe um ellen, ellen has a question go ahead oh, ellen hi hi guys um the when when you take it the your food you know and you have to turn that over have you ever had a problem where you just made a mess out of things no no, because it's sealed. Uh, so when, oh, okay, I get it. when you turn it upside down, it's sealed. And when you pick it back up to flip it over to peel the back off, it's still sealed. That's what, oh, that's okay. Where, that's why you pull off. that film off the top when it's done, when you flip it over the right way and you peel the film off. Oh, okay, so that way you don't lose your food. Right. right. It's like uh, those... TV dinners that you put in the oven yeah. microwave with that film over it, only it's a heavier film. Oh, okay. What do you think is in those nuggets, Dave, that makes that do that? I'm going to guess. I know that they, like, for example, they make these hand warmers, and they have, like, a sawdust-type stuff inside, and this is going to be, I would say, similar to that. It's a little coarser, but it's... Yeah. I always think well, I have a, a uh, old patch like that you can put on your your knee or your arm or something like that if you need it heat and it when you to peel the tape off of it it heats up like so on us. I always think of my dad when it comes to those things he he always said uh, he wouldn't eat um, Adolf's meat tenderizer because how does it know when to stop working. <laughs> <laughs> that's like putting accent on your food right yeah true enough well they 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 will it'll you know it'll it'll die down you know the heat will start dying down you know when it's done and i mean it's it's not going to overcook that's for sure does it i mean it's something else when, when you have to record does it make noise when it's heating up dave because it's hard to hear it on on the uh yeah it you, sizzles. It sizzles. Okay. And hisses. It's like a simmering pot kind of sound. Okay. Chris. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Do you have a recipe for us this week? I do. I have a recipe for applesauce cookies, and it's kind of like a breakfast cookie. It's a it's a scratch cookie, so it's a little bit of not trouble, but there's a number of ingredients. It is one half cup or one stick of butter and mar- or margarine, three quarters cup granulated sugar, one egg, one cup of applesauce, one and three fourths cup of flour, one teaspoon baking soda, one teaspoon cinnamon, one half teaspoon ground cloves, one half teaspoon of nutmeg, one half teaspoon baking powder, one half teaspoon salt, one cup of oats, one cup of raisins, and one cup of chopped nuts. You mix your flour and spices in a bowl and set them aside. In a large mixing bowl, you cream together sugar, egg, and butter or margarine. And when that's creamy, you stir in your applesauce, then you stir in your flour and spice mixture then you fold in your oats and fold in your raisins and nuts 
And what I like to do is put parchment paper on the cookie sheet. You don't have to, but if you're not going to do that, you might want to grease your cookie sheet just real lightly. Makes it a little easier to get off. You're going to preheat your oven to 350. And you're going to put your cookies by teaspoons on a cookie sheet. And they're just a drop cookie, so ever how big you want to make them. And I flatten them just slightly, just so they don't make balls. You need them to spread out just a little bit. And bake them for 10 to 12 minutes. Let them cool for just a minute before you try to take them off. And they're a real good cookie. Like I said, if you want to grab a couple of them for breakfast, it's at least not the most unhealthy thing you could grab like that. Sounds good, Chris. Good stuff. Does we sound have good. another one, and I may do it sometime in the near future. It's uh, one you start with a spice cake mix for, but you don't use oats or anything in it. I like things with apple in it anyway. For some I do, too. Applesauce, apples. Do you like apple cake? We yeah. have apple cake upstairs. We sure do. I, but love it's apple. Good. I like you know my favorite. I love apple crisp. I don't know why, but I love why? crisp. Man, I, I could eat that all day long. Oh, I do too. Mm-hmm. I love Cracker Barrel's turnovers. Apple dumplings—they are the best thing. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, I remember apple dumplings. When I was a kid in school, they used to serve apple pie with a slice of sharp cheddar cheese. That's the way it should be served, Tim. No, absolutely and I never, not. Oh, yeah, but I, I never understood <laughs> that when I was a kid. I thought that was ridiculous, but, but boy, as I got older, I sure love it. <laughs> By the way... Oh, yeah, if you ever eat green apples, it's good with cheese. If you ever go to Cracker Barrel, too, they have southern fried chicken now, and it's not that bad. It's pretty good. It yeah. is pretty good. Davis had that. We had it a couple of weeks ago, I think. It was. Our Cracker Barrel went away. away. Oh, sorry um, to hear that, Tim. Yeah, my, my my weakness is going to the uh, gift shop because they sell the uh, peppermint sticks, which I love, and they always have candy there. And I'm 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 a, I'm a sucker for the uh, for the candy aisle at this gift gift shop. There, not that you can't I get. I think that's one of the else. only places you can get those peppermint sticks too. I haven't been able to find them anywhere else, uh, uh, Jennifer. Maybe they're available on Amazon. I haven't looked, but boy, are they good! I love them. Yeah, they are. I, I they have this thing, these, this candy at Cracker Barrel. We always called it candy bacon. Well, that's we what they call it. I think that's what they actually call it. it. It's like coconut, and it's red, green, and white, if I remember. And, Why uh, they call it bacon, I don't know. I don't know. Was it in strips or something? Yeah. Yeah, it is in strips. My daughter wanted the rock candy. I said, no, 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 you're getting braces. We're not going to rot your teeth away on that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But I used to like that when I was a kid, too, that rock candy. But I I can't eat it anymore. It came in a box. You got the the box of candy, and then there was this little hammer in there. Right. Uh Uh-huh. To to break it up. Yeah, I remember that. Like peanut brittle. Oh, yeah. Hey, not to heavy the subject up here, Mike, but you alluded to something the first hour 
that you yeah, mentioned. I to, yeah, I wanted to ask uh, folks about that. I uh, got a summons yesterday for jury duty, and I'm curious if anyone here has done that and kind of what your experiences were, if you needed assistance, or if any of you actually made it to actually sit on a jury and, and did a trial. I think, Bill and Jenny, you said you did actually. I got uh, close I to it. The, the selection and went through all of the, the stuff they make you go through before they pick the jury and then I wasn't picked to be part of the jury and I was kind of glad because it was a domestic violence thing or something. I went to jury duty and I spent all day. I got there at 8 o'clock and by the time I got out of there it was 5.30 and they didn't pick me for the jury. Uh, oh no, it was well afternoon before I got out of there too. I felt like I wasted my whole day. Like and I didn't get paid for it because I'm a, I was a public employee at the time. I worked for New York State, so if you work for New York State and you're a civil service employee, they won't pay you for it because you're you're giving the time off with pay anyway. So, so, what can I tell you, Joe? You have your hand. Oh, let me see. If you have your hand, go ahead, Joe. Okay, this is Joe. I I served. I was picked for a jury in 1984, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Hennepin County. It it was a great experience. It was a second-degree murder case, and um, and we were sequestered overnight, uh, and uh, we were watched when, when we ate a meal by guard. I almost felt like we, we were the prisoners rather than the jury. But the other thing, I before I was picked for uh, a jury, there, there was one case, and the judge automatically was disqualifying me for the jury because I am blind. And the interesting thing, one of the attorneys said, Your Honor, I object. You should not discriminate against him because he is blind. Okay. I don't really want to be on a jury. I know it's, your public, it's public duty to do so, but I really would rather not do it. I did it once. I don't want to do it again. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it was interesting. I was researching it online, and it talked about the selection process and, you know, what the prosecution and defense, you know, what they're looking for. They they can't pick the jury, but they can exclude people. And it, it's interesting what Joe was talking about there. They they can't, like, exclude you for race. They can't make that a factor. So uh, they, they can't object to certain things like that. But it was interesting. Most of the articles I saw were talking about how to get out of it. And... and I, I do kind of what the experience, although it does kind of conflict with some scheduling stuff I have the following week. So if it's a, something prolonged, but uh, I, I thought it was interesting. Some of the things that, you know, if your family works in law enforcement, um, if you, uh, you know, <clears throat> say if you they say if you're very outspoken, as I've been known to be, you know, if you ask a lot of questions, you may be excluded. A lot of times they want people that are more passive or what they call bench warmers because they don't want people that are really strongly opinionated to to alter uh the other members of the jury uh so i thought that was just kind of interesting to, to read some of those things that they look for and something that this i didn't know there's something called nullification and i suspect if you even say that word you're probably not going to serve but it's the it's the concept that even if a jury even if 12 people convict someone and, and find them guilty uh, nullification means that they can have it dismissed because they, as a group, unanimously agree that they don't believe in the law itself. And I thought that was very fascinating. And, and judges, they don't, and lawyers, they don't like to hear that word because. Uh, so it was just well, and I thought it was interesting that they don't have to prove to you that they're innocent. You just have to have doubt. I mean, they don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that they're guilty, which I thought was interesting. 
Oh, of course, a lot of it depends on what you're hearing. Um, you said if police are involved, then they want to know your views on police. Uh, you know, and if it's obviously, uh, you know, things like, do you, would you uh, vote for pain and suffering? And that, that kind of stuff, you know? So it depends on what kind of case you're going to be hearing. But it'll be very interesting doing that on two weeks from today, the 16th. So, Mike, back in 1974, I mean, I was in radio, and um, one of the radio announcers, he got um, uh, whatever you call it, to asked to be on the jury, and he he said, "Well, can I do a broadcast, a remote broadcast from from the trial?" And <laughs> I told him to get out. <laughs> Yeah, they 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 don't like that. And if you you know, they don't like people to speak their mind, or if they right, if they think you're going to even talk about it or alter the outcome of it, or have media bias or anything like that. So I would suspect if you really don't want to serve, it wouldn't be too hard to get yourself excluded. Um, but yeah, that'd be a good one. Do a remote and broadcast live. Be a good morning show. Yeah, really. <laughs> Oh, well, Harvey, iPhone in the jury in the trial and 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 stream it somehow. But I don't think you want to do that either. No, but you can't have a computer to take notes. Um, that's some, I remember that in the movie, and then uh, I was reading about that last night because I thought, yeah, I would definitely have to have some. You know, what technique would I use if selected to actually take notes? Well, if he has a computer, he could get in the Zoom room, and it could be on the coffee club. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, we have some questions. Let's go Our with very that. own court TV. <laughs> Let's go with Ellen. I think it's. Let's go with Ellen first here. Actually, yeah. Hi guys. Hi guys. Um, what's interesting is that I've had someone you know, since I use a wheelchair and I don't, you know, and I don't drive it, and I don't have access to like Uber or Lyft or anything like that because. Oh, the fact that I use a wheelchair. I was, I actually got out of it by having my doctor help me and to excuse me because of that. <laughs> Only because, like I said, I w otherwise I probably would have. Then when I thought about it later, I'm thinking, well, yeah, I could have used a van to get down there, but how would I get back? Because like you said, you can be there 10 minutes or all day. You have no way of knowing. That was mentioned, right? Doctor's statements excusing you either for health reasons, uh, physical or mental health, or if you care for a child or someone with a physical disability or something that you know that you were needed. Or the other thing that you could do is you could alter and say, I could, this really itself right now is not a good time. And you'd ask to, to have it postponed to another time, and they said if you can land it in December, probably those trials will be postponed to the new year. So there's all kinds of things you can do. Uh, we have some. We still have some hands raised. We have uh, 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 414, and I always forget the area code, but I probably Richard. Yeah, go ahead, Rich. Hello, everybody. I'm Dex Brown here from beautiful scenic Wet Oak Creek. Uh, we're sending rain your way. Um, I was uh, something for jury duty back in Chicago, back in the mid '80s. And it's so funny because in Chicago, you can pull a lot of strings. Well, I went down to um, the uh, court, and lo and behold, the fellow said, I used to live near you. And he was a, uh, so he says, where do you want to serve? Where do you want to go for jury duty? And I told him I want to go close to my house. So I ended up about three blocks away. Never got called, though. Unfortunately, in Milwaukee, what they've done, 
um, and I think this is a deliberate attempt to keep blind people out, um, instead of using voters' registration uh, names, they use driver's licenses. And it's kind of unfortunate, but thats uh, I've never been called here. We've been here, my God, 22 years. Yeah, that was mentioned that, that that varies, that some actually do that. Some use both or some use one or the other. I don't really want to be on jury duty. I, I don't, I mean, I, I'm, I, I know it's a civic duty thing, but I just would prefer not being on jury duty, I'll tell you the truth. But you did it once, right? I did it once. I don't want to do it again. No. So what was the, the subject matter? It was a it was a cocaine case. Someone was uh, convicted of having possession of cocaine. I, I asked the attorney. I said, "Well, I can't see the med." The I, I was kidding around with the attorney. I said, "Look, I can't see the evidence. I mean, do I get to sniff the cocaine or something?" I mean, you know, I kind of was joking around with them, but I'm, and I'm surprised they picked me. <laughs> I think we should uh, make arrangements to have Jeff go at least twice a month. Thank you, Dave. That's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I learned you can only do it once a year. And I, certain people get called more than others. I so. think in Indiana, if you're 65 or older, you can be automatically excused from jury duty, as I recall from my last trip down there. I would not want to be a jury where they sequester the jury and you have to stay at a hotel because you can't be at home and you get you're, you can't watch any media and you can't. That just I would not want to go through that. And Laura was in one of those. And <clears throat> now, if you really want to, go ahead, Tim. The, I was going to say they ended up. Uh, the uh, evidence was not correct, and they ended up throwing the case out. It was a murder trial. Ooh. Wow! And they had made a mistake in something they wrote up for the case. I, I would hate the responsibility of deciding if somebody was guilty for something like that. By the way, for those who don't know, I just said it's been blowing up my phone with notifications. Bernie Sanders has undergone to heart surgery to stents in his heart, so I don't know how that's going to affect his uh, presidential campaign, for those who uh, keep track of the news. Well, you never know these days. Very, yeah, very true. Like I'd be the... <clears throat> no more like I'd be the lone juror, the one that disagreed with the other 11, you know. Oh. Me. You're the one that would cause a hung jury, Mike. That's the problem. Uh, they'd, they'd beat some sense into him. They would make him come around. You know, they would harass him and make him come around. So, Tim's just about getting ready for his show. We're just about, let's see. We read <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, too. We've got about one minute to go. Uh, anybody have any any wrap-up comments before we... One quick question for uh, Dave and Chris. You talked before about emergency preparedness, I think a very important topic. And I was curious, things like, you know, they'll beef stew or sweet stew chicken and dumplings or weenies and beanies, chili, that kind of stuff. What's the shelf life of that? Is it like two years or so? Or how long can you keep that stuff around? And... Well, the shelf life of, life of the canned stuff is really long. This stuff, I believe, is pretty long, too. I don't know how long. I'll have to check into that. But I'd say it's hard to have a few of those lying around in case a storm, tornado, something comes through, your power gets snowstorm, ice storm. Well, we'll be back next week with more discussion. Maybe a guest, who knows, if we can um, drag somebody in here. 
but a lot more interesting things. And Jeff, I found some RSS feeders that work in Google Chrome. Oh, let me know about that. And I'll let you know about that. And um, that Google Chrome is your most used browser. Wow, these um, others are way, way, way down on the list. But Google Chrome far and away has more users than any other browser. Yeah. I like it. So, well, Tim, have a great show. Thanks to everybody for being on. We really appreciate all the participation and you, the listener. Thank you.